Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. And if you were one of the lucky folks that stumbled across our YouTube channel, you are for the first time ever seeing our smiling and beautiful faces. That's right. Hi. We're doing something a little different this week. <laughs> Trying it out. Seeing if we, you know, we talk about the beards, we mm-hmm. talk about the beers and how mm-hmm. they look. And we thought, well, that's not fair because no one can see how our glorious beards. So. Yeah. It's very true. <laughs> yeah. The tough thing is they don't know all of the behind the scenes editing that goes in. So... To go from right. a nice, clean, polished podcast to a YouTube feed, we worked our way here. We figured 95 episodes in, we're ready. Right. Why we didn't wait till 100, ah, the world may never know. This just means episode 100 is going to be you know live and in person for people to watch. Well, that's the next step. The next step of our podcast would be to go to really go live and us do it all on Twitch or YouTube you streaming. And, and I think that's the thing, too. We're... we're- we're getting there. But so we have five to episodes perfect to perfect this. Right. I don't, I think we, I mean, what are we, a minute and a half in now? I think we've got this figured out. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, think- so let's wrap this one up. <laughs> this is done. I think we're on pace there. <laughs> oh, Can't be on Mixer, man. though, because that's gone now, officially. Oh, man. It's going away. huge. I mean, for those of you that don't know, I'm part of the, the streaming community. And yeah, that's big. It's all over the discords. It's everywhere. Wait, what so. are you guys even talking about? Mixer is a, it was Microsoft's streaming service oh. that was supposed to rival Twitch. They signed Ninja over, which is like was the number one I've Twitch heard of guy Ninja. ever. I don't know what he does, but yeah. I know he's like the the twitchiest Twitcher that ever twitched. He he plays Fortnite. Well, now he's the mixierest mixer that ever mixed. Yeah. So uh... <laughs> he's the PewDiePie of streaming, and I don't know what PewDiePie does either. So. I don't know that either. That's a good one. I think we're coming for you, PewDiePie. Right. I think you're on YouTube. Yeah, we're the new PewDiePie. We're the PewDiePie 2.0. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know any of that means. But in full disclosure to our listeners who are hearing our voices versus seeing us on YouTube, uh, we are recording a YouTube show for the Kirk Manahan Show YouTube Network. Um, we're submitting it in hopes that it's going to be posted over there. So we'll have uh, Kirk Minahan's YouTube channel broadcasting our podcast. This is our pilot episode. What we do here is we review beers. Uh, we also have a lot of fun. Let's get down to it. Who wants to go first today? I I can do it. Put my back into it. Plus, I have a big beer today. So you want to so, get it out of the way. Uh, there's one fun thing we love to do on the show. This is going to be a throwback. Throwback, callback, whatever you want to call. Um, Tud, do you have do you have it ready? Hit that beautiful no. sound effect. The beautiful sound effect da, da. that is very scary. Da, oh, and. Oh no! What's going on? It's face your beers. No. So please don't explode. Please don't explode. Please don't explode. So for those of you who don't know, this is when one of us drinks a beer or liquor or something. That neither that none of us really want to drink, and we're basically forced up to it and forced to drink something that potentially could be nasty. For people who want to go yeah. back in our backlog, go see the episode where we all drank the Bud Light Clamados. Yeah, that was a good yeah, one. They're, they're very they're very bad. They're very bad. But anywho, um, this is something I had to buy because I was walking through my local Food Lion and. I came across something that I had never seen before because I haven't really perused the, you know, normal beer section, I guess. Whatever you want to call that. What is that called? Domestic beer? There we go. Yeah, That's there the we word. go. That's the word. This beer for normies. <laughs> <laughs> normal beers. Uh, and the cheap, I came across cheap this beer. thing. It should just be renamed cheap, cheap beer section. Yeah, cheap beer. Yeah, there you go. Um, and my Twitch handle, of course, is Beer Dad Gamer. So I had to buy the Natty Daddy. <laughs> oh boy so it's a 25 ounce can it's actually called the big one that's uh, right they give you that bonus ounce yeah and uh it is eight percent alcohol by value volume so i assume it's gonna taste just it's gonna be rough this would be a rough one i'm uh um, i'm very nervous for you i'm nervous for me too like thankfully my beer fridge as we see is right behind me so <laughs> so i could just get another one but um in true fashion i'm gonna see if i can make it through this thing i mean it smells like a normal a normie beer you know (laughs) beer (laughs) smells like natty light but harder it smells like rice and barley and hops 
Yeah, and no water. No water in this beer. Sand in this beer. <laughs> I don't know about you, but my water doesn't have a smell to it, so. Water has a smell. No. Water's got a smell. Nope. Yeah. Tud, Tud gets out of the car on his beach vacation. Walks down to the walks down to the edge of the sand, takes a big whiff and smells nothing. Well, the ocean, <laughs> the ocean smells, but your tap water doesn't. St- if your tap water stinks, you have an issue. It doesn't stink. I didn't say stink. I said smells. If it has any type water of odor to it, you have an issue. Water has a smell. You just you don't have a refined nose palate like mine. Chris Chris walks into his house and he says, "Dana, are you taking a bath over there? <laughs> <laughs> I can smell all the water in the other room." <laughs> <laughs> the nose taste the nose taste is all inside my inside my nostrils so anywho natty daddy uh let's see let's see what it's all about i i mean it's if i had to guess it's gonna be not great but you never know Very that's perceptive. why we face our beers that's why we do it yes we can learn something from every beer we face <laughs> Ooh, ooh, that's bad Ooh. oh and you're gonna have to finish it too this is gonna be great oh man so a little bit of a backstory i was very lucky to not drink terrible beer when I was growing up, I went straight. I went straight to the working to the working class. So I always had a little bit of money. So not much because I spent it on stupid shit. Um, but I had a little bit of money. But so my my natty light experiences are few and far between. So you don't have anything to compare it to because you don't know what a natty light actually tastes like. Ooh. I think that would have been the right way to do the face appearance. Is you got to have the natty light side by side of the natty daddy. It's got like a weird. <laughs> I mean, it starts off kind of tasting like, um, I don't even know, like a normal, like not great beer, cheap beer. But then it just like it just tries to punch you with the 8% alcohol. Mm. And normally 8% alcohol is not a big deal. But now if you puke on the YouTube channel, this is going to be great content. So uh... no, 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 it's not that it was a, that was a that was a burp. That was not a but, um I'm picturing the, uh, you know, the scene in Star Wars where they're in the trash compactor. And Luke gets pulled under by the tentacle, and he's like, uh-huh. comes up, and he's just covered in garbage water. That's what I imagine yeah. this tastes like: is that garbage water? You're you're not far off, to be <laughs> completely honest. And I know because I've been inside the Death Star and I've had that garbage water. Um, <laughs> but no, it's it it's it like normally eight percent alcohol for a beer is higher, but it, there's normally enough going on where it can be covered up pretty well. However, this is just like, oh no, you're just gonna get punched in the face with eight percent of alcohol. It's there's nothing to cover it up. It you can definitely tell it's just a cheap beer. It's very not good. Um, now, is it considered a beer or is it considered a malt liquor? I think that's a beer because like Natty Ice, Natty Ice is considered beer, but I don't know, you know, if I don't know if that one would be because that's really high I think for Natty to my brew. Guess Natty Daddy is just a rebranded Natty Ice. In giant can form. I wonder. I was actually wondering that myself because, but then I looked up. I think Natty Ice wasn't eight percent. I think it's like six percent or something like that. Oh, because I think this is supposed to be the Natty Daddy. But anywho, um, it's not. It's not good. I mean, I guess if you're a, because I think the this twenty five ounce can was like maybe three bucks. Like I don't remember. So Natty Ice is five point nine percent. Okay. So this is oh boy. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is eight. It's like eight. It's like it's like two point one percent more. Um, it's not like it's definitely not the worst beer I've ever had. That was the Clamato. Those were terrible, but it's definitely not good. Um, I'm gonna give this uh, on a scale of one to five, which is our untapped scale. I'm gonna give this a one. Zero to five. Zero to five. Oh yes, thank you. Zero to five. I'm going to give this a one. Um, you okay. liked it you know, then a little bit. I, if if I were if I were at a college party, I guess. I don't know why I'd be there. I'm way too old for that. But if I were at a cal- college, if you party wanted to and- blend in and look like, <laughs> look right. like you belonged at a college party. I think I think I would have to legally bring this to a college party to let everybody know that I'm a daddy. So like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's why they made it. <laughs> they made it for the the college kid who never wanted to grow up but did anyway. Uh, um, so I, I'm going to give it a one. It's definitely not the worst beer I've ever had, but it's just there's it's it's not good it's not good um now the untapped averse so now out of eleven thousand check-ins what do you think it's oh, rated boy oh man i think it's gonna be low because untapped is all of us the the hoity-toity oh craft beer you know which I, that was me making fun of me yeah um <laughs> i think it, i don't think it's gonna be lower than your rating though i don't think it'll be that low i think it'll be a okay. one point i think it'll be a 1.86 
Sorry. It's actually a little bit higher than that. Probably like five. It's a 2.06. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Okay, still bad. <laughs> still, that's probably one of the lowest beers that we've seen rated on yeah. on tap. I think the Clamatos were, were rated higher than that. I think they were, yeah. Um, and those were awful. Awful, awful. Well, yeah, but, but we, people like those for some weird reason. That is true. They made a, they made it for a reason, and the reason was that, not drinking alone with friends. The so. Natty Daddy only exists because it's like, do you not want to drink a fifth of cheap vodka but still want to get drunk? Buy this instead. <laughs> right. And like, I'm in a dilemma right now because I don't want to drink it fast, but also I don't want to drink it warm. So right. like... You know it's, what you could it's, do? It's a race. It's we, a race. I got to keep that balance. We are on YouTube. <laughs> you could try to like, I know you already popped the top, but you could try to like shotgun it. No, I'm not going to do that. Or you could just drink it quickly throughout the episode when we move on to someone else's review. Oh, I like that one better. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Have you, <laughs> that's uh, a better have one. you ever done uh, Edward Forty Hands? E- I have not. No. Yes. I have not. Because that's the same thing. The only difference is like your hands are getting what feels like frostbite from being wrapped in duct tape around these two. We've talked about this on the podcast. You know. Because Tud says, have your fly undone. Yes, that was my advice. That was his advice. Oh, was it your advice? It was was advice that was given. Have fly undone. My advice was just to drink it super fast so you didn't have to worry about your fly being undone. There we my go. advice Tell also what, would be time, to wrap... Next time the three of us are in a room, we're playing over 40 hands. Uh, we're doing it. I would also <laughs> say wrap duct tape around the bottles first to insulate your hands from them being ice cold. It also insulates the bottle mm. so it doesn't get as warm. Right. I feel like that's cheating, though. I don't know. We'll have to look up official Edward Forty Hands rules. Anyways, who wants to drink next? I think Obert is over there. He looks very thirsty. That's right. That's Parched. right. I think I'm going to hop in here. So a few weeks ago, we had on the podcast the... PBR hard coffee, which was not coffee with PBR in it. It was basically a alcoholic yoohoo. And I swear to God, we are a we are a craft beer review podcast. There, that's new right. listeners. We just like to do some. Uh, <laughs> we just like to get stuff we know people will want to hear about. And right. uh, so, a friend of the show, Sal, heard the review and was like, "Listen, I'm going to send you a beer. If you thought that PBR coffee beer was good, you got to try this one out." So. Uh, he was kind enough to send a box of beer my way, and in it was this Rise and Grind, Ooh. which is a, I don't know if you can call it a collaboration. I guess you'd call it a collaboration between Rise, which I think they're the coffee manufacturers. Let's see what it says here. Yeah, Rise Nitro Brewing Company. That's the Rise here. See, mm-hmm. this is what you're missing out, all of our listeners. And <laughs> uh, Half Full. Is, oh, nice. Okay. So it's a collaboration between those two, Half Full being a brewery out of Connecticut. And just like Chris is facing his beer, his fears by drinking a gross beer, I am drinking a alcoholic beverage with 90 milligrams of caffeine at nine o'clock at night. So Good <laughs> it's a choice. different, it's a, it's a more of a psychological fear than, <laughs> than <laughs> uh, a taste bud fear. Well, you don't but get this beer may keep me up at night. You don't get a face your beers lead in, but you do get this. Oh, I was like, is it going to hit me with the end stuff? Oh, man. Hard coffee is good. Hard coffee is good. Hard coffee is. I don't know. So, like, um, like the last beer looked a lot more like a latte, the PBR one. This is straight up cold mm-hmm. brew nitro coffee. Black coffee. With, uh, yeah. About a 40. On the SRM scale, which we've learned is as high as it goes. <laughs> 40 or 1 billion. Yeah. I was just going to say, I'm curious to see how you, how you compare this to the PBR coffee. Because I've had this Rise and Grind. It's still There's still some in my fridge over there. But I'm, I'm curious because I haven't found the PBR coffee. So I'm curious to see what you think of it in comparison. Yeah, well, it definitely, on the nose, it smells a lot more like a stout than a coffee. For sure. I uh, Looking at it, I mean, it pours more like a nitro coffee than a beer. So I was expecting it to smell a much stronger coffee aroma. Mm. But without further ado. Um, I commend you for drinking this at 9 o'clock at night. Mm. Well, you know, Sal was kind enough to send the beer all the way across the country to Montana. I figured uh, the least I could do was stay up till 1 (laughs) a.m. Laying in my bed with my eyes awake. So it also doesn't get dark here until like after 10 o'clock. So I'm already kind of all messed up. Oh, man. Yeah. And for um, those of you who don't know, Obert lives in Montana, Chris lives in North Carolina, and I live in Connecticut. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, tasting notes on this 
You know, we we have a lot of beers on the show that have coffee flavors in them. You get a, organically from that roasted malt. You get a lot of the same burnt flavors you would get out of a nice dark roasted coffee. I wouldn't be able to tell you that this was made with coffee if I didn't know. If somebody just handed me this in a glass. It tastes like a regular coffee porter. It's funny you say things a lot of times the other way where it's like, yeah, you can't even taste the alcohol. I'm like, yeah, you can't even taste the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> now, is it because you did say you think it's a regular coffee porter, so you must get like flavors of coffee. Absolutely. No? Absolutely. Okay. But I guess what okay. I'm saying is like you get a lot of those. You can get coffee flavors without coffee. Mm. Um, so, That's fair. But like I said, much more porter flavor than uh, than coffee flavor. And this had a I cracked this off air before the show started, but uh, it, it erupted like much like a Guinness can does, where you have the nitro mm. in it. So it's a little it's a little the head flat is now. small, yeah, but it looked frothy. Right, it has that clingy head, but um, it poured like a Guinness does, where it has the waves of nitrogen bubbles. So, so I've mixed this with um, some canned cold brew, and I have it. It actually just blends in perfectly with the canned cold brew and tastes a lot like I'm drinking a cold brew coffee. Um, Besides the fact that it has a little bit of carbonation because of the nitro and the canned coffee doesn't. But yeah, it seems to go pretty well together. I could definitely see that. I would say this is good. The website on uh, Half Full Brewery's website, it says uh, it's perfect for tailgating and 4 p.m. happy hours. And I think those are both perfect occasions that you'd want to drink this beer on. Yeah. Now, um, if only we can get them to add 9 p.m. podcast podcast recordings. recordings. I'd be a little freaked out then. <laughs> if that's what it said. Yeah, I think that'll go. I think that'll do well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you know I don't remember off the top of my head what I rated the PBR copy. I think I rated it pretty high, like a three and a half or something like that. Um, I think it may have is, been a three seven five, but I'm not sure. Yeah, definitely in that range. Um, yeah. This I don't want to compare directly to it because, like I said, they're different beverages. It'd be comparing like a YooHoo with a black nitro coffee. Um, not not the same drink. Right. But that being said, I'm gonna give this guy a three seven five. Um, solid drink. The only I thought you weren't allowed to sell beer with caffeine in it. I thought that was a thing that you couldn't do. I thought right. Four Loco put an end to that. But um, this is the only caffeinated I'm alcoholic sure. beverage I've ever had. So I'm sure it's I'm sure there's a regulation. I think Four Loco is just like, oh, do you like meth and beer? Because yeah. that's essentially what this is. Would you like yeah. to be drunk in, drunk on cocaine at the same time without having to buy the cocaine? We've right. got you covered. <laughs> yeah. Would you Mixing like uppers have... and downers is always a good idea. Well, this it reminded <laughs> me a lot. Cocaine. Wink, wink. I had one Four Loco one time. And then I proceeded to then never drink it again. But I decided to start pre-gaming going to the bar by drinking Soko and Monsters. So basically the same thing. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty That's much. exactly what yeah. a Four Loco is. Well, they've they've redone Four Locos. They're still available. Yeah, it's not as good. They're, they're, well, right. yeah, because they had to take the cocaine out. <laughs> yeah, it's not as good. Um, so you, you well gave it. Do Red Bull and vodka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Red Bull and vodka. Same thing. You know. Oh well, whatever. Um, so over gave it three seven five. What do you think out of forty four check ins? Mm. What do you think the average is? Well, that those few check ins, I say under fifty doesn't count. But um, true. I'm thinking Hawaii four zero four point zero. That's what I'm gonna write the guess the average is. You overshot. Overshot by a bit. Three point four four. Just a bit outside. That is pretty low. Yeah. I'm I'm actually like curious why so low. Three and a half. Point five. The coffee on the Okay, this is this is perfect. Thank you, Mark. So point five. The coffee on the finish never ends. Yeah, so, I don't get that. So it's uh, well it's also, supposed to be a hard it, coffee, Mark. Right. Right. Why would you drink this beer, Mark Mark D? Oh my goodness! Uh, but other other folks are three and a half, four, three and a half, four, blah 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 blah. So there are uh, there's some another point five. All right, Jonathan H, I'm putting you on blast. With, any any with comments? The last meeting of the year in the books. Summer is officially here. Gave it a shot. Had a few sips. Thanks for the beer. That's all it is. Okay. Well, apparently hmm. he didn't like it. Whatever. Anywho, um, I mean, it's dragging that rating down. It's fine if you don't like the beer, but nothing is. Especially this. I've had this. It's not that low. It tastes like a coffee. I mean, it tastes like a bubbly coffee or a coffee porter. It's, it, it's gonna, you're going to see the, like, we talk about it all the time. You're going to see it with every beer, though, you know? 
be like, oh, I don't like coffee. Mm, okay, maybe you're not the right judge. <laughs> yeah. I've, based on some of the brewers that I've talked to, nothing gets under their skin more than when they're when they know who the person is at the brewery that just like knocked them on a rating and they can see it on their phone and it's like uh, oh got this got to try this beer for free gave it a 0.25 it's like can you oh, at least like sucks. try to give us a real thing like i gave you a free freaking tasting you idiot like right i mean i can and see as we've i said can on see... the podcast before we can be bought right exactly <laughs> We can be bought very well. We'll give all your beers a five as long as they're free of charge. Right. <laughs> uh, I can see the balance. Like I actually, when I first moved to North Carolina, I stopped in a brewery and um, actually I hadn't even moved here yet. I just was like looking for a house for me and me and the family. And um, I ha- like, because I'm here, I stop at all the breweries and I stopped at one uh, downtown Statesville that, I haven't really been to back to since, not because of the bad beer, but not because they had bad beer, but because they're more of a bar and my, I don't, we go out with my son a lot. So you're looking Anywho. for more of a chill vibe than a bar. Yeah. Vibe. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the guy was like, Oh, I, I, I was rating their beers and one of them was very good. And I was like, Oh man, this is really good. Like, you know, I host this podcast telling him about it. He's like, yeah, I think I've seen you in here before. I'm like, well, that's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, this is my first time here ever. And, and but he was like mad because a, a, a couple came in and I guess they sat in the back and like trashed their beers on untapped or whatever, whatever it was. And I was like, well, that's kind of messed up because their beer was pretty good. It's just, you know, I don't know. So, but they do get really, really upset about it. Like he was, he was, he thought I was like, until I started talking to him more, he was, he thought I was like the biggest asshole on the face of the planet. (laughs) I was like, like, no, it's just really good beer. Like it was a white IPA. I think that was really good. But anyway, it's my tangent for this segment. Yeah. Well, with the with that Chris's tangent, Ted, why don't you uh, review our third and final beer of the episode? Yeah, so I've decided to bring a uh, beer from a brewery that we haven't had on in a while. I'm also trying to make an appeal to some of uh, Kirk Minahan's viewers that are going to be watching this that are from Massachusetts. And so I decided to drink a, tr- a Treehouse beer this week. Um, it's Tenderin. Ca- yes, exactly. <laughs> it's called uh, On the Fly, and this beer was Ooh. brewed and canned on May 1st, 2020. 20- 2009 apparently according to the thing but it, no it's 2020 um this was brewed basically right before we were all put on quarantine um it's name on the fly because that's what treehouse named their online ordering system so this is their first beer they put up for sale on their online ordering system this is given to me by oh. by brother of the pod to bring on the podcast so thought i'd show up i like the i like the can art i mean treehouse whoever they get to do their can art i always enjoy but yeah that's a good one the can art is a Station wagon with kegs of beer loaded on top and a dog hanging out the side. Solid. Mm-hmm. Um, as you can see, based on the beer, let me move it up here slowly because it's kind of full. It is your... Holy sti- juicy IPA. Yeah, it's your typical standard treehouse juicy IPA. On the nose, a lot of mango. That's about all I smell. Um, let's taste it. Let's find out. My folks were just talking about treehouse today. And they're not big IPA fans, but they were like, what's that brewery that you guys talk about on your podcast? And I was like, Treehouse, you know, they're like, there's Sturbridge. I'm like, yeah, it's called Treehouse. But if you're not really big at IPAs, it's probably not the best brewery for you. Uh, I mean, they do really good stouts. That's true. I mean, they they do do really good lines. No, I'm just (laughs) They do everything pretty well. I mean, they're a pretty good representation of things. They're a very good brewery. Uh, My mom even wants to go. But they're absolutely known for their IPAs. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When I lived up there, I was a big time Treehouse fanboy. Big time. So this is a 6.1%, um, oh, sorry, 8.1% double IPA. Uh, it's described as on the fly as a double IPA by Treehouse Brewing Company. It's an amalgamation of, of Treehouse IPA design, uh, drawing heavy from the very hazy and hopping construct and very green in the malt grist design. So hmm. basically it's going to be a mix between very hazy and very green. Having Sounds ha- terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> uh, having had both, this beer is really good. Um, it is nothing... But straight, just kick in the face of citrus fruits. I mean, like, those are two of my favorite beers ever. Not even just of Treehouse. Like, ever. Very hazy and very green are so, so, so good. Yeah, this is, uh, wow. This is amazing. A lot a lot of mango, a lot of pineapple on the nose, or on the in the mouth. Um, Nice, clean malt bill on the back end. Not a lot of lingering flavors. It just kind of finishes clean. It does, does not taste like the Natty Daddy. Like, Chris almost just threw up again. No, it, it's, it was a weird, like, 
burp, but it came out my nose. I don't know. What is that called? Uh, yeah. I, you get those when you drink the cheap a domestic snurp? beers. A snurp? A snurp. I think that's the I think that's the, the biological term is yeah, a snurp. That's what it says in my biology textbook. <laughs> Symptoms may include snurping. <laughs> Natty daddy may cause snurping. <laughs> well, Roddy got episode title. <laughs> so true. Oh man. Okay. So going back to this beer, um I Amazing is all I can really say. You, you, if there's such thing as an almost perfect IPA, this is it. Um, wow, really? Yeah, I could Damn. drink this on repeat forever. Unfortunately, for those of you who don't know, I'm never going to write another beer perfect 5.0 again. So this is it can't be a 5.0 because it can always Perfection. be better. I would have yeah. do it. You would you would if you, you said it's a perfect IPA. If you would have told me. Three years ago, though, that green wasn't a perfect IPA, I would have disagreed with you. And now I've had this. So I can only imagine what happens when they mix King Jiji Julius with a very hazy and a very green. Then that's going to be living, even better. You're living. <sighs> so this I, is the, I, you're saying this is the best Treehouse beer you've ever had. This is very close to probably... It's been a long time since I've drank a Treehouse IPA or Treehouse beer in general. Um, And maybe they're just that good and I've forgotten how good they are and I've just... If you go back to the beginning of the podcast, I used to shit on them all the time because I still hate their stupid lines and I hate waiting in line for, for, you know, no reason when I can go down to the local place and get a beer within seconds. But this is a damn good beer. Um, I'm going to pull the trigger. I'm going to say it's a 475. Wow. son of a B. We could have had back-to-back fives. Come on. You can do it. This is a damn good beer. Oh, man. See, I think you're missing out. Is that the only one that you have or do you have any more of them? It is the only one that I have. Next question. Also, Brad, if you're listening, he probably has do more. You have an, do you have any more? Because this sounds like a beer you have to give to your brother, and then your brother sends it to two co-hosts. I'm letting you know that if he if he, <laughs> if he gives it to me, it's never going to make it in your box. No. Okay. Never mind. Scratch that. Yeah. Let's pack skip, your own box. Skip the middleman here. Skip the middleman. Send them both to me, and I'll send one to over. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was on board with this plan. <laughs> Brad, I will I will pay you for for a box of beer. Like no, this is this is this is good shit. Um, it sounds amazing. It sounds so good. I mean, and like like you were saying, those are two two. Well, like you said, and then I confirmed those are two of my favorite beers. So when you were like mix of these two, I'm like, okay, sounds amazing. Like I think I've given very green and very hazy a five. The ending flavor is more is more like just shrinking striped mango juice. It's so good. Um, I'm going to guess that the untapped rating for this beer, mm-hmm. it's going to be high. It's Treehouse, Hop Hype, but the hype is real on this one. Um, I've never seen it, never seen an untapped rating above like a 4.7, so it can't be higher than that. I'm going to say 4.64. Four. Yeah, so it's not quite that high, but still very high. Consider- when I tell you 7,007 check-ins, so that's a considerable amount of check-ins, it's a 4.43. So pretty solid. Okay, Ex- yeah, pretty extreme, solid. Still extremely that's, that's high. World class highness. So, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out another podcast that we're friends with, uh, to ten fifty six podcast. That's a beer podcast. Um, one of their co hosts had it and gave it a four and a half. So he enjoyed it quite quite a bit as well. Um, everything I've said four four seven five four five four. It's just it just keeps going on. So that's extremely high. Extremely high. Yes, that um you know. Round of applause for Treehouse for that one. That, yay! Go find this beer if they ever brew it again. Um, damn. Or just go to Treehouse in general because that's the only place you can find them. <laughs> Why don't they distribute? I know, like they don't need to. I I guess that's I guess that's good enough. I guess that's good enough. I mean, I, I mean, feel why, like they would? Why would you pay a middleman? Yeah, I guess it's true. They make. I mean, they built apps an absolute palace up there. Like, why would I guess? Damn, I wish they would, though, you know? Like, it would be nice. Yeah. I mean, look at all of the great breweries near you. Like, does Burial distribute? Or no, they do. Find that you can find brewery? it at package stores. and Yeah, I yeah. think most Asheville beers you can find almost all over. I don't know about the Funkatorium. The Wicked yeah. Weed Funkatorium. Yeah, you can find the Funkatorium stuff. Oh, man. I mean, you have to go to, like, bottle shops. Like, you can't go to, like, oh, I went to Stop and Shop and got one. But, like, right. like Trillium doesn't <laughs> distribute much. They they distribute their bot they distribute their like the 
the bombers that they have. You can find those at like Yankee Spirits and Sturbridge. But Treehouse, like much like Field of Dreams, they built it and people come. That is true. Why the hell would they bring in you and pay you money to sell their beer that they can do on their own? There, there has to be a reason. I mean, I get, I understand that. Yeah, I think it's artificial scarcity. It's not scarce anymore. You can go online and buy cases of green. You have to go there. That's what I'm saying. Like, even if it's just the core four, like, I would go on and I would, I would go to a a package store and buy it. But anyway, whatever, whatever, whatever treehouse. I also don't think they'd, I don't think they'd like to charge, you know, if you saw a four pack of green sitting on the shelf for $22 or $23, I don't know if, I think you'd buy it, but at the same time in your heart of hearts, you know that you could just go to treehouse and get it for cheaper. That becomes kind of like, like, I love single cut. But I hate paying $24 for a four-pack of their IPAs. It just it doesn't sit well with me to pay that much money for a four-pack. Yeah, I guess that's it's true. it's sitting right next to a four-pack that's $18. That's true. Single Cut is delicious, though. Uh, man, no New England beers. You guys do good beers up there. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. North Carolina, great beers. But <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely envious of the beer you guys have available in cans near you. We have some good beer, but unfortunately, most of it is not uh canned it's like you got to go to the brewery to get it and montana's yeah. so big even stuff from the other side of the state you can't always find around here yeah i can imagine that distribution down up up there is not not the best right yeah, yeah. it's tough but we had a fun thing that came up on discord and this actually kind of plays into some of what we're talking about big states etc cetera, etc cetera. um and that was uh our friend of the mm, podcast friend? or friend? or enemy oh no Whoa, was it the enemy? Yeah, oh, I this is I enemy of the podcast, Levin. Oh, I forgot who said oh. it. I thought it was Sal. Well, then hang on. No. Then we've got a little bit of a, uh, we've got a little bit of a drop for him. Oh, we do? <laughs> so Perfect. I'll read what he wrote here, and it says, Oh, you got it I got up. it up. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and this isn't the one where he, so it says here, my favorite sound in the world is a che- cheese grater on a chalkboard, and I agree that Tud, oh, has the best voice in the pod. Sorry, wrong, wrong one. <laughs> that wasn't the one I was supposed to read. Um, oh, man, Bubba, you're making me slowly like you. He says... Uh, it, it's the context, because he said he likes che- like cheese grater on a chalkboard, which is terrible, and then he likes your voice. Yeah, but then we already had the other guy in your chat the other night that said that my voice is the sound of God. Who said that? No one said that. So Blevin writes, oh, hey, God. guys, looks like CT... Just released their passport app to take the place of the passport book that they had for the last two years. Does North Carolina or Montana have similar pro- promotions? I'd be interested in your thoughts on this app and similar passport systems in a future episode. The Rhode Island passport is also similar, and I know uh, Massachusetts and Maine have their own systems. Lots to discuss. XOXO Blevin. Freaking Blevin. So I I can tell you that I've been using the CT Brewers passport, uh, both the physical um, paper version and the electronic version on my phone. I love this new app because you literally just have to be somewhere around the brewery and go on the app and hit check in and you get a stamp. I don't have to walk up to the brewery. I don't have to say, hey, can you stamp my passport? And somebody look around stupidly to see if they can find the stamp and be able to stamp mm-hmm. your passport. You don't have to remember it on you because who doesn't show up to a brewery with their phone on them anyways? Good um, point. It's, it's great. There's also a leaderboard to oh, where I you like can that. see like, like who's it. Like, who's has the most check-ins? Oh, like, see, right now, the person who had it... That I like. <laughs> that I like. When you can make drinking beer into a competition, I'm all yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> the the person who's leading right now, currently... I, uh, last time I checked in, which was Saturday, they had 49 breweries out of the 110 breweries that are on the app. Weak sauce? What? Um, the year's half over. No, it just came it's, out. It's only been up... Oh. It, yeah, it always, it's only been up for two weeks. Okay, in that case, this guy's cheating. But. Yeah, right? <laughs> It's it's possible they're driving by breweries and literally just checking. Or out. but they right have a now, GPS location spoofer, and they're doing it that way. Also, very easy to cheat on this. There you go. Yeah. The number one person is is Ralph Len, and he has still to this day forty nine seconds. All right, Ralph. I think it's safe to say you're an official enemy of the pod. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For spoofing, <laughs> location spoofing. <laughs> oh man. And another cool thing about this app. So this, they must have listened, the, these people who designed this must be listeners of the podcast. Naturally. Because. Everybody is. On the app, you can create your own beer trail. Oh. oh okay. That's a deep cut. Okay. I like that. Yeah. So I can go through and I can, you can, I'll, I can even show the camera. You can check off 
like if I wanted to add like second bridge, you just click the little thing there oh, and it adds so cool. it to your beer trail. And so you can create a beer trail, like a circle or something. Right. Of, you know, where you want to travel to. Now, can you share And then you can trip? share it with friends. Oh, yes, you can share go. it. That's nice. Okay. That's great. Awesome. I mean, think about that it. If really, you were like, hey. That's such a cool app. I'm, I'm visiting Connecticut for a week for business, and I'm going to have some time to check out some breweries. Where should I go? You should be like, hey, just download this app here, and then I'll share you this, uh, this trail. Like, that's pretty cool. Yep. That is awesome. And then you can... You can make friends on the app, and so you can see where your friends have checked in. You can also see the global feed of what everybody's currently doing. So if there's something massively going, massive going on at a certain brewery, if you're looking at the activity, you'll be like, well, why is everybody at you know Kinsman Brewing today? And you can look it up and be like, oh, because they're having a big giant beer festival. Maybe I'll hop over there. Um, they've got a list of events that are happening at different breweries, so breweries can advertise like when they're going to have certain food trucks Damn. to get more people there. And then they also have a special little link called Deals. Where if you click that, breweries can post like the specials that they're having this week. Like for example, uh, Stewards of the Land Brewing is doing a summer food truck promotion. Where if you buy food from the daily food truck and show the receipt to the barkeep, you get a dollar off a draft. Oh nice. man, that's so cool! Damn it! Yeah. Oh, yeah. I move away, and literally this comes. out. I know because well, I move away two years ago, and literally this comes yeah. out two years later. <laughs> what are, What are the odds that that's even a coincidence? You know. At that point? Yeah. <laughs> I bet they're related. Random coincidence. Because this replaces the old <laughs> system, which was literally just like a stapled together, non-laminated book. book that was printed yeah. out. Or it was just like... Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't stapled. It was, a, it was a nice piece of like card stock paper, but it was big and clunky and you had to either keep it in your pocket or keep it in your coat. And As then summer, you're not wearing a coat, so you forget it at home and you get all angry because then you have 17 books and <laughs> then you have to staple them all together and send them in and... Yeah. It was annoying. Big now I could just click a button to redeem my points. Yeah, big and clunky as Tud pulls out his 19-inch phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's so cool. So, Blevin, even though you're enemy of the pod, um, I did do so a little bit of research. And unfortunately, North Carolina does not have anything this cool. Uh, I saw a post from like 2017, which was kind of cool. Uh, but that was three years ago um but i'm noticing that like sections of north carolina have things like raleigh has its own beer passport beer trail kind of thing so that area does and then charlotte has something so i wonder if it's in sections i didn't get to see everything but i'm surprised they don't have anything statewide that's kind of weird it's weird i mean there's that is so many especially given how many good breweries are in your state so many so many and i just I saw a few things that I was like, well, maybe I want to go take a weekend trip to Raleigh or something, you know, yeah. just so I can I can get that T-shirt that you get for getting 15 check-ins or whatever. But now, now, granted, I guess based if your state had or my state had Asheville in it, right, you wouldn't really need a passport. Like it's already a destination. People are going to go to the breweries there no matter yeah, what. Yeah, but still, you don't need cool it. to you try every one in the state. You know, that's what it's all about. Right. I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, maybe maybe they don't want anybody to die because if you went to every brewery <laughs> in the state of North Carolina, you probably would die. Well, <laughs> it is a very big state. I was state. thinking about it when we talked about making your own trail. I'm like, this just seems like it might be encouraging drinking and driving. If it's like, here's <laughs> all the point. breweries. You know, it's like so. You just it's a, there's probably a disclaimer like. You know, this is for your DD to use the GPS between all these breweries. I'm sure there's a drink <laughs> sure, responsibly you're, you're, disclaimer on there somewhere. Your DD or Uber or Lyft right. or or pregnant wife. Your DD, yeah. pregnant there wife. There, there you go. go. That's I'm telling you. Don't have one I'm of those. Telling but... you, you guys got to get one <laughs> <Yeah>. of those. <laughs> my handle this week is my pregnant wife, <laughs> nine month long designated driver. So in Montana, um, we have a passport book that, um, like. Similar to the old Connecticut system where it's, you know, maybe like six by four, you know, a small little booklet you could fit in your pocket. But um, it's $20 and um, you, I, I don't know what you get if you check everything in, but a lot of times places will do a deal where like if you buy the book, you get a pint free or if you show up, like your second pint is free. And um, yeah, on their website, it says it was started as a Kickstarter uh, in 2014, yeah, 2014, it was funded on Kickstarter. It says here that uh, we have roughly 85 craft breweries in within the state. So, um, 
you basically there's a, a spot for each of the breweries and you can check it in. And one person who finished the brewery actually wrote a book that made it to the featured on their website called The Breweries of Montana by Tara Eckes. So her book's on Amazon. Maybe it's worth checking out if you're really that curious about Montana breweries. I haven't read it, but uh, <laughs> that's kind of cool that she was able to write a book about all the breweries in the state. I, I should point out that the Connecticut, this app is free. Just the Connecticut one is free. And the Connecticut Brewers Guild always puts on a, a massive beer festival each year. And historically, the, the reward for getting over like 50 check-ins at breweries or 75 or whatever, a massive amount of check-ins, is you got a free VIP ticket to the That's beer cool. festival. Yeah, this very much seems nice. like a rogue. So, free of charge. Like, thing someone just did and not very much uh, like state sanctioned. Oh, you killed it? It's done. I've conquered the daddy daddy. There we go. I will say, though, this is odd because I didn't think it would. As it got warmer, it got, it better, got better. Nice. Like, not much better, but but for some reason, it killed it enough of your hard. taste buds. Yeah. That might be the, that might be it. Yes, that might be it. Yeah. <laughs> well, if Chris is done with his beer, if Chris has conquered his natural father, uh, I think that means it's time for one thing and one thing only. And that is Pete, take it away. Our three-handled frosty mug of wisdom. Gotta wake, Gotta wake Pete, Pete up. up. He's our gong guy. So it's time where we take our frosty mug of wisdom out of the freezer. We fill it up with our three handles of advice like we do every week. Things we like, products, TV shows, YouTube series, <laughs> self-service providers. <laughs> not, not brewery passports, but, uh, you know, just stuff in general. Um, so this week, Chris, I want, I want you to start filling our, our frosty mug. Okay. I can do that. And I'm going to fill it with a TV show. Uh, one that I actually stumbled upon today and I watched a few episodes of, and I'm, I'm already hooked into it. It's called making it, which is on NBC and or Hulu, depending on what you want. Now, if you, if you're an old time listener, you've heard one of my handles before the great British baking show, the great British bake. That's right. Chris likes baking. I do like baking. I'm a baker. I, um, but this show is essential is is pretty much the same premise, uh, except that folks have to craft something using wood or whatever it may be. So they have to craft these certain things. Um, I'm more into this. Yeah, this more intrigues me. Okay, yeah. So they have to craft things based on whatever the the set time frame is. They have a few hours to do it, uh, and there's it's 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 essentially the same exact show. Just instead of baking, it is you know craft objects, you know putting things together, whatever wood and nails and crap. What really takes the cake is the fact that it's hosted by Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman. Oh, interesting. Who who is the great duo from Parks and Rec, Ron Swanson and uh Leslie Nope. So, if you're a fan of that show and you're a fan of their comedy, then you would probably enjoy this show even if it's not the most exciting thing for you. So, um, are they playing similar I've, characters? So, no, they're actually being themselves. Okay. So Nick Offerman so, is not like the the Ron Swanson where he's just like he doesn't want to like he's actually like being outgoing. And, yeah. Yeah. He's being outgoing and things of that nature, but the comedy is still there between them. Now they're being show hosts, so they're like kind of corny, like it's written for them to be corny, but there's it's funnier than the host of the Great British Baking Show, who I've never heard of in my life. <laughs> but um it's 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 a lot of fun. I mean, I I'm apparently a sucker for this model of TV show where it's like two challenges and then an elimination. So you know, look in the near future for something close to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I'm I'm a big big fan of Parks and Rec. So you know, having Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman on there definitely helps make the show a little better. So uh, there it is. If you want to, season two is on Hulu. Um, and I season one isn't, so I think they're trying to save stuff for their Peacock streaming service mm. or whatever it is. But season two's on Hulu, um, and I'm about three episodes in right now. So if you are interested in something like that, check out Making It on Hulu and or NBC. NBC. So, but anyways, that's my handle this week. Uh, I want to hand it off to Tud. What do you got? So 
I don't know whether to take the easy way out this week and use the handle of the podcast that we're attempting to stream on their YouTube channel for. Why not? Or you've, if I want to do something You've that's... already mentioned it. You're, you're pot committed yeah, at this I point. Know. Yeah. Yeah, you might as well just pot commit okay. and save, save the other handle so, for next week. So my handle for this week is going to be the Kirk Minahan Show. Um, obviously, we're recording this to be on his YouTube channel. Um, they It's... It's a very interesting podcast. It's a daily podcast. Kirk Minahan used to be a broadcaster on WEEI up in Boston, um, has since moved to Barstool Sports. He puts out a daily podcast where he basically discusses whatever the hell he wants to discuss, um, whether that's, you know, atrocities at the Boston Globe or, um, you know, issues that he has with the Red Sox or issues that he has at Barstool Sports or, you know, fighting the good fight for anything that he feels... Um, needs to be fought for uh, sticking up for the little man or just pointing out things that are wrong in the world and uh, the hypocrisy that goes on in the world. It's basically like he's he draws a lot of his, his experience from Howard Stern. Um, so listeners of our podcast who don't know the Kirk Minahan show, I listen to it every day. Um, obviously, the Kirk Minahan audience that would possibly be viewing this, you already know it. I don't need to describe you the podcast. Uh, basically, go check it out. Uh, it sounds very Boston centric. What if then, I don't care about Boston? He talks about he talks about things all across the country. It is a little Boston centric from time to time, but that's just that's a given based on sure. where he's based. But but, it's um, not exclusively but he does talk Boston. about you know, right. Yeah, no, no, it's not exclusively Boston at all. Um, so go check that out, people. Take a listen. If you guys were like a big fan of like Howard Stern from the '90s and the 2000s, it's kind of like that minus you know some of the more racy racier risk yeah well, some of the racier content that doesn't exist on the kirk manahan show but you know full of swears full of funniness um it, i've never laughed at i've never laughed so hard at some of the funniest or some of the things on there so go check it out um that's my handle over nice and uh hang on pete oh Pete's yeah, we, yeah here. Really, oh Pete, damn pete, pete. Yeah. come on and pete you need to play one more time oh this is gonna make up for lost time there it's a go. different gong, though. Thanks. Well, we, at we, least we he keep switched busy. the gongs. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So my handle this week, listeners of our show will know that Chris is an avid repeat viewer. Uh, if Chris has seen it once, he wants to watch it again. For me, I'm much more of a, you know, I always, there's so many new things out there to experience. I don't like to go back and watch something a second time. But um, I, I feel attacked. I had to go back and I just finished my rewatch of breaking bad and oh, um nice. it's one nice. of the few shows that i have to say and i won't put any don't worry if you haven't watched it um at this point you deserve it to be spoiled because you've been slacking but i won't spoil it here um <laughs> this is one of the few shows that you know as it progresses through the seasons you know characters evolve things get more complex and uh you know there's a whole morality spectrum and characters that i hated the first watch through like walter's wife i felt come 180 degrees opposite the second time like i was totally you don't hear that very often i was totally like you know the first time I'm like ah oh, man what is she doing this is like so annoying but then the second time knowing you know things of how the seasons progress you're like oh i am totally on her side and uh how do you feel about the son he's kind of a non-factor i didn't really think i didn't really think his his character added or took anything away from the show Still an annoying character and yeah. kind of useless. I mean, yeah. I will say there were some parts where Walt Jr. like definitely tried to dig at your heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, I overall, yeah, he's kind of like a just a secondary character. Yeah. So I know it's kind of cheesy to use a handle from like the late aughts, early tens, but um, for those of you who've been sleeping on the show, I'm sure you've heard it recommended many times. This is one more. Mm-hmm. Got to check it out on Netflix. No excuse. And if you've seen it before and you're like, you know, what's something I can just watch passively? This one sucked me in again after, the, you know, just after starting it. I just couldn't stop and went through it all again. And that that final season, one of the best seasons of television out there, I think, for sure. And and if you haven't watched Better Call Saul, I know this has been mm-hmm. a handle, like an episode mm-hmm. like 10 or something. It yeah, is a long time ago. Yeah, it's the prequel show to Better or to Breaking Bad. It's how Saul became Saul. Um, It's. Written by the same people, it's just as good. 
Um, there's five seasons, only four out on Netflix. I, I'm waiting for the fifth to come out. Go check that out too, because it's written the same way. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just want to point out, this is an odd fact because I do love Breaking Bad, but that's one of the few shows that I have not rewatched. Hmm. I think rewatching is way better when it's like a sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. You like to rewatch when it's like a show you can just kind of relax and Breaking, zone out Breaking to, Bad yeah. is like a tense drama. Right. Yeah. yeah. High stakes. So, Chris likes 30 minute zone out shows. Yeah. That's me. Everybody write in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so with that, uh, we'd like to thank the brewery who provided today's beers. I will go first by thanking Treehouse for their on the fly double IPA. And I'd like to thank <laughs> Anheuser Busch, maybe? For getting you for drunk their at Natty least. Daddy. <laughs> you did say that I it mean, got okay. better. It did get better. It was weird. I because I thought that the warmer but anyways. And I'm gonna yeah, thank it was weird. Rise and half full. For my heart-pounding uh, rise and grind. <laughs> uh, please make sure you're going over to social media and following us. That's uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and untapped at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your comments, your thoughts, your concerns. Uh, handle ideas for Chris because he's always struggling with those. Yes, please. Thank uh, you. Beer recommendations. If um, you know we're getting up, if this if we get a whole bunch of new listeners, you know what are something that we're missing here? I mean, we're we're Connecticut, North Carolina, Montana based. So if you've got any suggestions for things that we can get in our state, uh, let us know. Also, you um, want to send beer? Could also do that. We'll Hit us up. We'll send you our our addresses. Right. Um. Make sure you're heading over to Discord. We have a Discord chat that discusses our podcast. Also, make sure that uh, you're going over to Patreon uh, if you if you're interested in the podcast and like to support us and support our beer buying habits. Um. If you become a Patreon member and you give us some money and you then you tell us a beer to buy, I think we're we're pretty much pot committed to have to go buy that beer if we can find it. Um. There's also different tiers over there. Remember, if you donate twenty, if you pay twenty five dollars a month, Chris has to drink a Clamato uh, Bud Light with you. So yeah, we'll hang out. We'll all get on chat, and I'll drink one of them stupid beers. And if you subscribe you. for multiple months in a row at twenty five, he has to drink one each month. You know what? You said it on a previous episode, and I was hesitant. But if you're willing to do that, sure. <laughs> why not? Why not? If you're willing to do that, like I, I there's nothing else I can do for you. <laughs> also, uh, you get some sick pleasure out of me being disgusted. <laughs> also, make sure you head over to iTunes. Um, and leave us a rating. I don't, you know, leave us a comment, leave us a rating. Five stars, four stars, three stars, two stars, one star. A rating is a rating. It helps people find us. Um, but comments. five stars is the most. So yeah. Five stars is the most. One. Unless you're going by golf terms, then one star is the most. But no. if you're going by iTunes terms, five stars uh, is the Tiger most. Tiger Woods, since now you're listening, please give us five stars. Yeah. <laughs> don't give us one star. Other than that, uh, my name's Tud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. Well, I mean, okay, so I have a question. Do you think it's 25 ounces and they give away that one ounce for free because they just want to get rid of I the beer? I think so. Yes. Oh, fuck. Damn it. I thought they, it was a they, deal. I thought it was a deal. They just tricked you into taking an extra ounce off their hands. Damn it, no. Yeah. They even named it the big one. <laughs>